Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Grab yourself a Bailey's and hot chocolate and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. June 1st, 2005, you are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. And a very happy June 1st to you, Wednesday, June 1st, 2005, and you are listening to Technical Difficulties. I'm your host, Kyan Chris Conroy, for another wacky, wacky show of comedy. I hope you had a really nice Memorial Day. We certainly did. Beautiful weather. Got to eat some food and barbecue. Couldn't ask for anything better than that, now could you? Anyway, we're going to kick the show right off this week again. Uh, I got news from John Henry, who has switched jobs, and his schedule has not allowed him to rejoin us uh, for Zoo Patrol or the LARP Society or any of the stuff we've been known to do together, but that's okay. He said he'll, his schedule will even out soon, and we'll be, we'll be back working on that. So you're stuck with me for now. Anyway, let's jump right in. Uh, yeah, let's jump right in. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by Dress Ups, the costume rental shop for adults only. Is your fetish latex, leather, chainmail, nurses, police uniforms, drum majorettes, ninjas, or some combination of the above? Dress Ups has got you covered. We have one of the largest selections of fantasy rental costumes available in every conceivable size from midget petite to elephantine proportions. Whether it's a biblical epic orgy or a science fiction S&M scene, we've got the rental costume for you. Are you a furry? Well, we have a huge selection of licensed cartoon mascot fursuits with you in mind, each with a handcrafted, strategically placed hole. And for a modest fee, each suit comes with a digital sound effects generator containing the entire Hanna-Barbera sound effects library for that special extra romantic ambience for your evening of cartoon pleasure. And this week only, take advantage of our Couples Plus Volume Discount, featuring half-price in-house dry cleaning, disinfecting, and antibacterial hose-down for every costume rented. Yes, it's dress-ups. Costume rentals for the discerning pervert. And from the Tech Diff Bulletin Board, the Shady Creek Trailer Park would like to announce this month's Methamphetamine Social. This Friday at 10 p.m., Caleb and Joanne would like to invite everyone to chain the dog under the house, lock up the kids with someone irresponsible, and head on over to lot number 7, where they've been doing some special home cooking in their kitchen. And if it doesn't explode and kill them and their neighbors, it's party time. Just bring snacks and drinks over to lot number 7 of the Shady Creek Trailer Park and look for the screaming naked rednecks. Difficulties is proud to present Gun Talk with your host, Shaver Rockets. How you doing? Shaver Rockets here. 
Welcome to Gun Talk. Uh, it's a new feature here. We'd like to thank the producers of... Uh, oh, music's over there. I'd like to produce, uh, thank the producers of uh, Technical Difficulties for allowing me this forum. Uh, they tell me they are free speech advocates, and I'd like to thank them very much for that. Uh, I had a public access TV show called Gun Talk uh, up for the last six months, and I thought this might uh, bring some new, uh, some new light on the subject I have at hand here. Uh, this is a show by and about and for gun owners. Uh, I'm a gun owner constitutional right for me to go own guns. I own guns. I'm very proud to own them. Uh, but we take a much more practical uh, example approach, boots on the ground approach to, to the subject. And I'll show you what that means in just a minute if you're new to my program. A lot of people, liberals, use the argument uh, that guns are dangerous. They're there, they have no function. They're only there to kill people. And I say, and you've probably heard this argument before, and I'm 100% right and strongly behind it, guns are tools. They're tools. They're no different from a hammer or a saw or, or even a rake or a shovel. And used properly and, and with the proper function in mind and safety, they can be just as safe and just as effective as those things. Bearing that concept in mind, <clears throat> I'm going to show you how much they are tools and show you how to plant a lovely garden using nothing but commonly available firearms. Now, I have a lovely bit of tilled earth right here. Uh, if you had the camera on like I'm used to, you'd be able to see it. And uh, we're, we're going to show you how uh, to plant tulips. Uh, using firearms. It's really quite straightforward. Uh, the first thing you're going to want to do is aerate the soil, and that's why I like to use uh, for that uh, the M240G medium machine gun, uh, the mounted type, right here. There we go. All right. That's good. Okay. Now, this action here uh, digs up the soil, gets the earth prepared for the tulips, and uh, has the added effect of driving any vermin out of the area, if not chopping them into small pieces, which can then be used as fertilizer. Uh, now, for the tulip holes themselves, uh, we're going to want a penetration of approximately three inches deep, three to four, I believe, and with a hole uh, of about you know, three to four inches, possibly five or six across. And uh, for that, I like to use this uh, Colt 45. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And over here, I get the bed across and like that. Oh, oh, nailed an earthworm. Oh, sorry about that, little buddy. Hope you grow that part back. You should always try to min minimize the collateral damage when it comes to earthworms. They are your friends with, with regards to planting. Even though, as I said before, the bullet impacts will scare them off at first. Now, for tulips, you're going to want a fairly sizable hole, which is why I tend to use hollow point bullets on that. Now, you'll notice it gives you a nice, nice like I said, a penetration, and it kind of fans out and gives you a nice, good open hole for the, for the planting purposes. Now, here's a problem you might run into when you're doing this. Now, hold on a second. I, I had one down here, and you'll see. Mm, right there. Hold on. Right about... Oh, there you go! Woo! Ho-ho! Close one. That was a rock, folks. I buried that specifically earlier to show you that you might encounter one of these. Uh, they are truly the bane of the gunpowder gardener, as far as I'm concerned. Safety first. Always wear your eye protection and your Kevlar coveralls. Now, normally you'd get a rototiller out and a shovel and a hammer or something. Break those suckers up, pull it out. But this is an unconventional approach, so I think we should be using this. Right here. Hold on. Uh, this here 12-gauge shotgun, this usually takes care of the problem, depending on exactly how hard the rock is. Hold on. And perfect. You're good to go. Well, I see I'm almost out of time for my segment here, but I hope this gives you some ideas. It's just some of the wonderful uses you can have for firearms. And don't be afraid of them. Try to try to try a few things out. You know, A few experiments are good, and I'll be back again sometime in the near future with some more household hints um, that you can use with uh, with bullets. Uh, well, I'm off, uh, but I'm going to leave you with this. I got myself a brand new sapling that I'm supposed to plant in the front yard, and uh, I'm going to be doing that with this common household hand grenade. So, see you next time. I'm Shaver Rockets, and this has been Gun Talk.
Those of you in the musical know, of course, everyone knows that the Irish music scene has gone through quite a renaissance in the last decade or so, uh, beginning with Bill Whelan's River Dance and uh, going right through the hit single for the film Titanic by James Horner, of, sung by C- Celine Dion, uh, my, my Heart Will Go On. In any event, the, mu- the musical movement hasn't exactly gone away in recent years and has taken on a bit of a momentum and inevitably, of course, has brought about new innovators and change, and we have one of them with us today. It's a Dublin-based musician named uh, Connor Malloy. Hello. Hello, Lake. It's good to be here. Uh, you consider yourself to be a neo-traditionalist and right. a bit of an innovator in a, in a sort of a forgotten style of uh, Irish singing. That's, that's, that's Why right. don't you explain to the audience what exactly it is that you do? Well, um, a lot of people are familiar with Irish style of singing um, uh, that, that you hear, you know, it, it, with traditional instruments but what a lot of people seem to forget is the the type although it's sort of a stereotype of sorts among Irish music is uh, when you hear a vocalist suddenly start to imitate imitate an instrument such as uh, you know they hear them going like something like that to imitate a sound or in that case they're trying to imitate the sound of the bodhran the hand drum before that would have been the the whistle to, to do a reel with. And the reason for this was during, you know, the, the numerous occupations uh, of Ireland by the British, the instruments were banned. And uh, it was taken upon themselves by the musicians to find new ways to play the music. So uh, they had to actually sing the songs and, and the vocalizations would stand in for the instruments. And was the, the bodhran and, and the, the pipes, were, the ins- um, were they the only instruments that they were stood in for? No, no, the, the Irish... Uh, Bagpipes, the alien pipes, were also something oh. that were uh, occasionally stood in for in this vocalization style. Really, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, it went sort of like a sort of a. I see that's quite striking. I've never quite heard yeah, that before. It wasn't terrifically popular, although it does live on today um, in the vocal stylings of people like Sinead O'Connor. And evidently, your your family or your clan became renowned uh, this type oh, of Irish singing, didn't I? Uh, ab- absolutely, we so renowned. In fact, we became very famous all across the country. We were so renowned that uh, we actually gave up. The, the, my family gave up traditional instruments altogether in, in favor of this type of Irish singing, um, b- because of the fame and also because it left uh, my my ancestors discovered that it left their hands free for other activities like drinking and fist fights which was something else we were very renowned for. Uh, and that, of course, brings us to the 21st century and to you, the latest member of the Malloy clan, to take up the style of singing. That's right. So go into a little bit of that. Why did you decide to modernize? Well, I felt that the music, it's, the musical style itself had become too bound in tradition in the past and that it needed to sort of be updated for the modern era. So I decided to do this this particular project that I'm working on. I've been spent several years actually sort of perfecting the idea. And, uh, and and it's culminated in this new show we're doing. Which is a one-man Irish singing tribute to the works of Philip Glass. That's right, yeah. Now, 
knows this is a, this is a one man show. It's a it's a multimedia presentation. There's there's films being projected behind me of of Irish dancers in extremely high and slow motion while I'm doing the works of say Kiana Scotti for example. Yeah, why Philip Glass just out of curiosity? Well, Philip Glass Glass's compositions are surprisingly well suited for Irish singing. I mean, they've really? got those sort of high trilling instruments uh-huh. in it and, and, and endless repeat signs and minimalism. You know, like like what? Well, oh. for example, you know, it always starts with sort of that. Do sort of thing, and then it goes into sort of like like that, you know, sort of thing. That's actually quite impressive how how long does that show go on for i mean i mean how long is the actual performance it's seven and a half hours every night well yeah well five nights a week sometimes and uh matinees on saturday usually doesn't it get a little bit tedious after a while well yes but remember my hands are free for drinking oh yes they would be wouldn't they we'll be right back with connor malloy right after this Well, seeing as it's a brand new month, it's time once again for a brand new feature here on Technical Difficulties. I'm just full of them this week. This one is called Ask Dr. Kenji, and we here at Technical Difficulties hope it's going to be a mainstay. We think you'll like it very, very much. Do you have any questions about sex? romance relationships need some sobering advice all the way from tokyo japan then why don't you ask dr kenji dr kenji is not a licensed sex therapist nor is he sober but he is from tokyo japan and he can answer your questions just pass them along to me over at techdiff.com or send them to to techdiff at tcinternet.net just head on over to the show notes page and you'll be able on techdiff.com and you'll be able to find out how to do that Anyway, let's go ahead and ask Dr. Kenji. Ke- Dr. Kenji, are you there? Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Kenji in the Tokyo. Hey. Flat face yellow trash. How are you doing, everybody? <laughs> Glad to hear you're doing well, Sensei. Well, our first question is from Chad Butterworth of West Orange, New Jersey, who asks, Dear Dr. Kenji, I just met a swell girl down at the laundromat while I was washing out my rancid underwear. I've asked her for a date, and we're going out this Saturday night. I'd really like to impress her, because I think this is the girl for me. Dr. Kenji, what can I do to really impress a girl on the first date? Oh, G-spot. I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, G-spot. Sorry, Dr. Kenji, one more time? A, B, C, D, every fucking (laughs) G-spot. Well, there you have it, Chad. The G-spot is relationship gold, as far as Dr. Kenji is concerned. Find that, and you may just have your mate for life. Now, Dr. Kenji, here's another question for you. Dear Dr. Kenji, my girlfriend and I have had a great relationship for over six years now. But, in spite of all the good sex, she thinks my penis is a little on the, well, tiny side. I was wondering, do you have any advice to sort of fill out the old sausage, if you know what I mean? Signed, Flip Spectre, Auckland, New Zealand. Well, got any advice for Tiny Flip there, Dr. Kenji? Do you know Sammy Sosa? 
from Chicago Cubs. Sammy Sosa, Chicago Cubs. He used to be has a weenie butt. Weenie butt. But he has a good butt right now. Use cork. Well, I hope that was helpful for you. Cork it is. So I hope you can find it down there in Kiwiland, Flip. Anyway, thanks a lot, Dr. Kenji. That's all we have time for. If you have any questions for Dr. Kenji on the subject of sex, just please send them along to techdiff, that's T-E-K-D-I-F-F, at tcinternet.net, one word, and uh, I'll pass them along to Dr. Kenji, and he'll answer them for you. We would like to thank Dave Gatchell for his audio relay of that uh, of that information to Dr. Kenji. And uh, Dr. Kenji will, will be returning to us from his world sexological headquarters, a.k.a. the bar in Tokyo that he does these shows from. Thanks a lot, and arigatou gozaimashita. Jamata! And that brings us to the end of the first technical difficulties of uh, the month of June. Thanks again for listening. Uh, just like you all to know, um, and a big thanks for your support, uh, I'm actually recording this on the afternoon of June um, June 1st. And uh, uh, according to my stats page, as of this afternoon, I have over 650 subscribers. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm touched. I'm honored. I think it's great. And, and please stick around. I hope you're enjoying the show. Please stick around. Drop me a line if you can. Give me a podcast alley vote. Spread the word. The higher I go on podcast alley, the more likely more people are to jump on. But, you know, tell some friends. I don't care. Whatever. Just Or just kick back and enjoy it. Um, that's all I'm happy about is that I'm actually out there, you know, touching an audience such as it is. And uh, this is great. Uh, again, the Ask Dr. Kenji feature is a serious feature. We do want to – we made up the questions this time, but we do want to sort of uh, gather some questions for Kenji Kanero from Japan, the madman from Tokyo. He, he comes out here to Minneapolis about once a year, and my God, Typhoon Kenji comes to town. He's, he's the greatest. We want to get him over here and make him a big star. <clears throat> and so this is his first foray into it. Uh, Dave Gatchel again, thanks a lot. Uh, NoseWaterTokyo.com. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Go to, the, go to their site. Dave, Dave is uh, partially responsible for that site, and uh, boy, it's great. Uh, crazy Japanese gifts. It's wonderful. Uh, what else? Um... Well, drop me a line at techdiff at tcinternet.net. I'd also like to ask a question. Uh, if you are interested to know, um, do you prefer the the length? I like doing the show the way it is, which runs about, you know, however long it runs, usually between 15 and 20 to 25 minutes uh, once a week. But some people have suggested that maybe doing a series of smaller, shorter shows several times a week would be better. I, I kind of like the weekly thing, but I'd just be curious if anybody has any opinion on the subject. I like creating sort of a flow from sketch to sketch and so on and so forth. But it's just a thought. I'm going to be doing an interview tomorrow night uh, for First Crack Podcast, which is a local podcast, and I will have that on my show notes on where you can go to listen to that if you're interested in hearing me do an interview. I'm not sure anybody is, but whatever. Anyway, thanks again, and I will see you all. Well, you'll hear me all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friday Follies right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic, live, and theatrical audio plays. Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama. Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine. Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama. Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike. And Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network.
The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.